This is A is for Adversity, a podcast about curating your life stories to connect more deeply with others. Some stories may have Christian undertones, and all stories will involve a realization or transformation of some sort. I'm your host, Jen Banks. This is Episode E, Embarrassing Stories. Thank you for joining me this week. If you're new, welcome. This is my first solo podcast in a little while. I hope you've enjoyed the guests. I know I have. It's been such a treat to interview such wonderful individuals. Remember, all great stories start with a moment of realization or transformation. As you may have noticed, I like to ask my guests the question about a time in their life that they had one of those, because those moments lend themselves to great stories. In future episodes, you'll hear crafted stories and more tips about how to turn those moments into stories. But for now, even just hearing those moments can help you identify them more easily in your life to then turn them into stories. It's a little early, but mark your calendars for November 11th, Veterans Day. On that day, I will be having a live storytelling show at the Jordan Event Center in West Jordan. Tickets will be $5 a person, and I will have six fabulous storytellers sharing true stories from their own life. I hope to see you there. Spread the word. In today's episode, I will be sharing one of my embarrassing stories. I do this to illustrate how vulnerability is key in storytelling. When we're open with other humans, it allows them to grow closer to us. Part of the reason this podcast is called A is for Adversity is because adversity brings us closer when we share our experiences with others. Empathy abounds, we feel closer to one another, and others are then more willing to share their truth with us. Oftentimes we suppress our embarrassing moments, so I admit that I had to make a list of mine before I found one that I wanted to share. Oftentimes we needn't look further back than high school before we find a plethora. Here it goes. I'm trapped in a car. On a date. This is not how I imagined this night going. The ride home can't end soon enough. At 16, I'm not the most patient person. I count down the days till my birthday. I can't stand slow walkers and drivers. And I even text in the shower using a Ziploc bag because I hate waiting to read the response. I look over at my date and think about how I ended up in this car. Every morning for school, I left my house at 7.25 a.m. This was so I could strategically run into my crush, JC. Most days, we would end up in the parking lot at the same time sometimes even right next to each other. But one day, I sat and waited in my car. JC wasn't there yet, and I was stuck deciding between waiting for him or being on time. Luckily, it wasn't very long before I saw his green Toyota Camry drive into the parking lot. He pulled in, and I pretended to stumble out of my car as if I had just arrived as well, and we rushed inside to English class. We were working on a research project, so we were in the computer lab that day. We could choose our seats, so we sat down next to each other and fell into a comfortable conversation. Since he was new to the school, I had a monopoly on his friendship. Prom was coming up in a couple of weeks, and I really, really hoped he'd ask me. In the car, I smooth out the tool on my dress as if that will make it less itchy and uncomfortable. My date asks if I want to sing along with the music. I say no, and my answer falls flat. The little amount of conversation we are having dies. 
I didn't want to leave anything to chance. So I decided to write JC a note. In the note, I pleaded for him to ask me to prom. I included the fact that I hadn't been on many dates and that I had really enjoyed getting to know him. The matter was left in his hands and I wasn't sure it was going to work. Honestly, I would have gone with anyone who had a pulse at that point. I unclenched my fists and let out the breath I am holding. JC hasn't mentioned the note at all, and I'm not about to bring it up. I have no idea what he thinks about it. It did the trick, I guess. It also destroyed our ability to have any sort of conversation tonight. Heat rushes to my cheeks, and I look out the window to pretend he's not there. I see the roundabout and realize we're almost to my street. The space between each house that we pass feels like a mile, but we finally pull up. I fling open the door of his green Toyota Camry. Tension rolls out with me. I leave without so much as a goodbye and race up the steps, happy to be free from the trap that I've set for myself. I look back and JC waves goodbye. It's really hard to learn patience in one night, and I didn't, but I did learn a lot about not trying to force things. If you'd like to pitch your story for the podcast, or if you want more storytelling strategies, contact me at jenbanks16 at gmail.com or find me on Instagram at jenbankscoaching.